Welcome to our Citizens Defending Freedom podcast. If you've noticed, we've shortened our name and changed our face. CCDF USA is now Citizens Defending Freedom. Coming up today is how our lawsuit with the George Soros-aligned district attorney ties to Alvin Bragg indicting Trump, how Title IX is stripping away your children's rights, and how Citizens Defending Freedom is protecting 11-year-old children from sexually explicit materials like this. First, let's take a look at the following video. Um, but we go back there and the official looks at me and Leah. We're about this far apart. And he says, great job. You guys tied. Uh, Leah gets the trophy. And so I look at him and I say, okay, I understand we tied and I understand there's one trophy. But what's your, what's your thought process as to why Leah gets the trophy? And he said, well, for photo purposes, Leah has to have the trophy. So you can pose with this one, but you go home empty-handed. Leah takes the trophy. Everybody needs to be as strong and as courageous as this woman, Riley Gaines. That's how we win the culture war, when we start standing up and fighting back instead of rolling over and just taking it. We'll dive into Title IX soon, but first, in a recently surfaced video featuring a panel of progressive prosecutors speaking at Harvard Law School, at which Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg was scheduled to speak late last year. Bragg's colleagues are seen and heard on record boasting about their efforts to dismantle the American legal system and refusing to prosecute crimes. Bragg was scheduled to participate on this panel, but was reportedly unable to attend because he had what he thought was an important case starting on the day of the panel in Manhattan having to do with the Trump organization. While Bragg may have been absent, his colleagues made no effort to hide their progressive agendas. State's attorney Sarah George of Vermont, one of Bragg's progressive prosecutor colleagues, spoke at length about her efforts to dismantle the criminal legal system. Watch this clip to law school because I wanted to dismantle the criminal legal system and thought that that's the best way to do it. When the opportunity came, having no interest in politics and never thinking it was something I wanted to do, I uh, sought the position and against all odds, um, I got it. And so I was able to get rid of the prosecutors that were in that office that I um, felt were harming our community and replace them with public defenders. Um, that I knew I wouldn't have to convince why we were gonna do things differently. Most powerful thing that prosecutors, elected prosecutors can do is not charge everybody, not depend on the legal system to fix uh, societal issues. Can you believe that? Sarah George said, I went to law school because I wanted to dismantle the criminal legal system and thought that's the best way to do it. Sounds like a fantastic prosecutor. While Avin Bragg wasn't able to attend the panel, guess who was? Soros-aligned District Attorney Mark Gonzalez. Our Texas State Director, Colby Wiltsey, is the plaintiff against Mark Gonzalez in a petition for his removal. Here's what our attorney, Jonathan Houlihan, had to say about progressive prosecutors wanting to dismantle the criminal legal system. I think they're saying the quiet part out loud now. Uh, they want to dismantle the legal system, uh, you know, American families, the criminal justice system as we know it across the board, whether it's Chelsea Boudin in San Francisco, it's uh, Mark Gonzalez in Nueces County, Kim Brown in St. Louis. Uh, they they want to dismantle the criminal justice system uh, to tear it down and bring it up in something different. Um, you know, I think it's I think American society has been working pretty well for the last 250 years where we hold criminals accountable and uh, have a justice system where the victims 
have some sense of justice at the at the end of it. But when you turn that on its head, you see these massive crime spikes. You see Walmart fleeing um, Chicago because they can't make a profit because crimes are not being enforced. Shoplifters are not being punished. Uh, the same thing in San Francisco where you see Whole Foods bailing. Um, you see massive pullout of these inner cities. And who suffers? The poor suffers. So any progressive prosecutor that makes a statement like uh, such as that uh, really hasn't thought through what the long-term implications are. Then I asked Jonathan, what are the grounds for removal against Mark Gonzalez? The basis for removal from Mark Gonzalez is misconduct and incompetence. In Texas, uh, any citizen that lives in a county for six months or more and is not under indictment can file a petition for removal for a district attorney. In a case like this with Mark Gonzalez, we've seen uh, high levels of felony dismissals. We've seen uh, cr criminals, career criminals turn back on the street. And really we've seen victims uh, have been have had their voice taken away in the criminal justice system. So a, a removal lawsuit such as this is to take back uh, the justice system from DAs that don't uh, follow the constitutional oath or, uh, or really do their job. So much like a lot of these prosecutors you've seen around the country, that are part of this fair and just prosecution program. Um, you know, Alvin Bragg, Chelsea Boudin, uh, all across Kim Fox, all across the United States, you've seen this re-imaging, re-imagining of the district attorney's office where they put uh, criminals, uh, you know, to put criminals in front of the rights of victims, much to the detriment of the public safety of the community. Thank you, Jonathan. Citizens Defending Freedom launched a factual resource guide that will help you, parents, combat the Biden administration's unlawful expansion of Title IX, the 1972 law forbidding discrimination in education based on sex. Our chief communications officer, Kristen Huber, and I spoke earlier. Lindsay, thank you. We sit back as Americans and concerned citizens and wonder, what can we do about this? I don't I don't even know where to begin. I don't understand Title IX law, nor do I have the time to understand Title IX law. What can I as a parent do to ensure that this does not happen in my children's school? And so Citizens Defending Freedom has actually come up with two different action items for citizens, parents, concerned citizens, to be able to go and fight this on a national level and on a local level. So May 15th is the deadline and the cutoff. Every single citizen needs to go to our website. Again, go to the drop-down menu, click the Title IX Toolkit. By May 15th, access the federal registrar. We link directly to it. We also have an instruction sheet. Follow those instructions. They're simple. There's some legalese, but generally very simple. Leave a public comment. The neat thing about this is that if we're able to flood the federal, federal registrar, the government actually has to read, and not only read, but respond to every single one of those comments. So if we can flood them with the comments and the feedback of hundreds of thousands of Americans that care deeply about this issue, we can really affect change. And they have to respond to every single one of these comments. So that's step one. The second action item really happens at the local level, which is what Citizens Defending Freedom is all about. It's about affecting change at the local level. We have an entire toolkit available to combat Title IX at the local level. And it's basically to say, hey, government, Biden administration, this is an illegal overreach and gross misinterpretation of what Title IX law is meant to be. And so if they click the step two, it takes you to a full toolkit, download those resources. There are legal opinion letters, 
um, the whole nine yards. It will arm you as a citizen to go to your local school board with this information so that you can affect change at the local school board level um, for your own families and communities. And so we're, we're very excited. We know that the gender ideology um, agenda right now is something that is weighing heavily on the hearts of, of so many Americans, really is the glorification of a mental illness. And instead of treating it like other mental illnesses and, and, and teaching children how to be encompassing and loving and accepting of others, it's really gone so far in the other direction that now we are we're creating unsafe spaces and unfair disadvantages for biological females. And we really need to come together as a, as a country and have, have very valid and legitimate conversations about this because as it stands right now, we're really doing a disservice to women um, and to girls in particular. And we're just, we're excited about these toolkits and we're excited about empowering Americans, parents, caregivers to really make a difference on these issues that, that matter so much to us, to really stop talking about them and getting upset with them and angry about them without having a clue what to do, we're empowering the individual citizens. So Lindsay, thanks so much, I appreciate it. Thank you, Kristen, and thank you to our team who put these resources together. This affects and helps any place of education that receives federal funding, including NCAA athletes. For our next story, which seems like it would be a little out of this world, there's a book titled Assassination Classroom. The premise of this graphic novel is that a group of poorly performing students labeled misfits are tasked with the responsibility of saving planet Earth from a powerful alien that threatens human existence. Part of that responsibility is to kill their teacher, for which they are called heroes. According to an analysis by members of Citizens Defending Freedom, the book contains explicit violence, profanity, and graphic sexual activities. For example, one illustration in the book depicts a group of students aiming guns at their teacher who appears to be an alien. Other depictions show students pointing weapons with captions such as get ready and fire. Our Florida State Director was live on Newsmax. Here's what Sarah Calamucci had to say. I think it's important to bring clarification to the narrative. This is not book banning. This is not censorship. Right. This is about ensuring that the content in our libraries is appropriate for children. Um, you know, we want to see representation. That's another one of the arguments. Pe kids want to see themselves represented in literature in their libraries. And this book is about misfits. And so many children feel like misfits. But there's a way to channel that energy. You've got, you know, Ben Carson. He felt like a misfit. But he channeled his energy and became a world-renowned brain surgeon. We don't want them channeling their energy and coming together with other misfits and shooting up their school. And that is what this book promotes. Thank you, Sarah. On a positive note, here's a patriotic moment caught on camera that will put a smile on your face. Before we go, we want to leave you with an inspirational verse from the Bible. Romans 12, 9 says, Don't just pretend to love others, really love them. Hate what is wrong. In other translations, the Bible says, Hate what is evil and hold tightly to what is good.
Thank you so much for tuning in. As you can see, Citizens Defending Freedom is doing important work. Help us today in our fight to protect children and push back against these radical ideologies. Please visit citizensdefendingfreedom.com where you can learn more about our organization and generously contribute to our cause. Have a great day and make sure to like us on social media and tell your friends about the great things we're doing. God bless.